With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mafia, ask you about LSU still. How was that, how was that second half just in terms of where you want this team to be, where they can be, expectations being met? I mean, it was a 31 nothing run. It was really good, you know, and uh, just that they're all grateful for the win. Um, just made some uncharacteristic mistakes early just with penalties and kind of playing a little bit um, instinctual, had sloppy eyes early, but just the responses throughout the game were impressive for the guys, you know, whether it was goal line or fourth down. So, you know, excited for the guys and how they played. In general, how did you think the D-line played, especially against what's considered a pretty good LSU front? Um, we were impactful. You know, we were impactful in short yardage situations. Um, when it became, once we were able to kind of get in the mode of, listen, these are the run sets, these are the pass sets, and they were able to tee off a little bit, they were really impactful. And uh, it's our job to give them the keys and the work. It's, and we got really good players. And, you know, and I thought they really did a good job. I thought it was multiple people. You know, and obviously Jared was impactful, but Pat, uh, Malcolm Ray, Dennis Briggs, Braden Fisk, Josh Farmer, you know, there were a lot of different pieces there that made impacts. How much did it help being able to keep rep counts down for those guys who had to keep them fresh and growth? It's part of how we want to play, you know, and, and, and it's like that in the secondary two and at linebacker. You know, I think we were probably in the mid-60s in that game as far as plays. Some of that was our fault, you know, just giving up a, some penalty yards, giving them some free plays. Um, but the second half was more the way you want to play, but still not super clean. We still got to be better than it. You talked a lot about Josh being one of your most improved guys on the defense. How nice is it to see him go out and kind of validate that in game one? Yeah, I mean, he's shown it for me, you know, and I trust him. And he's one of our better players in the, in the interior. And, and it's important to have him out there. It was good to see him get, you know, get a sack and make that play behind the line of scrimmage. But Josh, is, he's an improved player. I think early on our eyes weren't very good, you know, and I think um, just you try to have intensity in practice and you try to replicate that and, you know, obviously we we kicked the ball off to start the game and just, you know, we're, you know, a misdirection play and your eyes are in the wrong place and you got to pay. But what I loved about our guys is, you know, it wasn't next series. It was truly next play. And I think they exemplified that. and. We actually had a penalty and gave him more plays down there, but our guys battled, and it's kind of what our program's about. We don't want it to happen that way, but I thought the response throughout the game was really impressive. Tackling is tough to practice in the preseason because the way you got to go about it. How was it in game one? How much did you expect to step forward in game two? Um, you know, they got some good good players, but our fundamentals are where we can get better. I thought we left our feet a couple too many times, um, but the quarterback's a good ball carrier. You know, I thought we had, we had three on him in one play, you know, that – that a play get out on one of his quarterback draws. So, um, but overall, I mean, it's it's a constant improvement. You know, I think the things that we got to hang our hat on are our pursuit, effort, um, and tackling, and then how we attack the football. You know, I thought there were a couple times that the ball almost got out and that we were pretty aggressive around it. Um, so we just got to continue that. It's two years in a row they had an all everything wide receiver. And I know they have to do more than just cover as a cornerback for you, but just what Bernardo can do for you guys on. Yeah, I mean. That was part of Ira, the um, you know that first series, that first drive. You know, we gave them um, you know a look that created a one-on-one, and it's our guy against their guy, and our guy won twice. 
you know, and so that's really impressive. You know, I mean, uh, you know, some offenses always talk about trying to create one-on-ones. You know, sometimes we're okay having one-on-ones too. The, the two stands in the first half, especially the second one where you got four guys I think around him making the play. That one of your best, one of your favorite things to see. Yeah, I just, I think like we said, Grant, just the, the response, Kurt, in that moment of whether it was fourth and goal or fourth and one, you know, in the shadow of our end zone. I mean, those are critical times. You know, we, we talked about the history of playing great defense and. You know, that comes in all shapes and sizes, but for sure, fourth down stops are takeaways. Fourth down stops are momentum builders, uh, especially when they put it at the hands of their best player and we can make the play. And so that, those were good, great great situations for us and good football. We talked about it a little bit, but their composure, you know, how would you how would you assess the composure that you saw from this group? Either? Much better once we got them to calm down. I mean, we, we had some uncharacteristic sideline plays, um, some late hits, um, you know, and the flags are on the ground, it's our fault, you know, and so we just got to go on to the next play and learn from that. But, you know, actually we gave them, you know, plus 45 yards, you know, and just free yardage to move the ball. And so that makes it harder on you. And we're better than that. We're smarter than that. We train them smarter than that. Our guys usually respond better than that. And we've got to be better in those moments this week. Coach Norvell talked about Kevin, how he was a little limited adapting to the new role in Paul Camp, but was able to get out there a little. I guess, what have you seen from him? And even when he can't be out there, how valuable is he? You know, there's a couple guys that were a little bit banged up in camp, but they've built so much trust with me and our staff. You know, and Kevin's one of those guys. And as long as he tells me he feels that he can go, I'm going to play him because I trust him. You know, I trust what he stands for. I trust his ability. I trust his playmaking. Um, I trust that he has our team in the best interest. And, you know, Sunday probably wasn't his best game, um, but it was the most he's ever played safety for us. But today was probably one of his better practices he's had this year. And so that's who he is. Tatum said he and DJ have been more committed to their diet and just all the things I'm sure you guys are on them about. What, what is that doing for them and for him too? I think it's easier to practice harder, longer, you know, just to be more fit. I think we're for sure seeing it with DJ Lundy. You know, Tatum, um, you know, they, they're doing a good job just in the morning routines of breakfast and things. And I know it seems common sense, but, um, you know, little things do make big changes. And I think that's a big deal with DJ Lundy. I think we're really seeing that. Um, you know, and Tatum's obviously trying to help him along. I know Kalen's tried to invest in that as well. So um, I think it's a chain effect with that group. Now, I know it's early in the year and, and nobody's healthy later in the year, but how, how much fun is it to see Tatum looking like, you know? Yeah, one of Tatum's better games last year was LSU. You know, and so it's our job to help drive him and push him to play at that level. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and he wants to. There's zero pushback with Tatum Bethune. He's a leader. He's a seminal in all sense and purpose. Um, it's just, you know, human nature kicks in sometimes. We got to help push through that with him uh, because he is a he's a very effective player, and you know he's somebody we count on. Fans love to see big hits. Do you guys like to watch those in the film room too, like what Tatum did? When I like to watch the legal ones, you know, and that was legal, you know, and what goes up must come down, you know, and Tatum did a good job. What stands out about Frank Gore Jr. when you're watching Southern Miss film? Uh, he's a he's a good player. Remember when we were at Memphis? He came over to visit us, and um, you know he just they definitely get their money out of him. You know they use him in all different ways, and uh, he's a make you miss, breaks tackles, can catch the ball. Um, we'll line up at quarterback probably ten plays a game, um, and just you know he's a really good player. Um, he's definitely somebody they feature. I'm sure I mean, that first play couldn't be about about as bad as you. 
hope to see. But how, how do the guys respond to that? Yeah, I, I had kind of addressed that earlier. It just, I, the proudest thing was just the responses in the bad moments, whether it was penalties, uh, whether it was just you know first play of the game, poor eyes, right? And um, you know if they would have handed the ball off on that play, we probably would have tackled guys with 11 people. That was the problem. You know what I mean? And just. You know, just we got over anxious and, you know, but what I loved about it wasn't next series, it was next play. And, you know, and that happened on that drive. Play got given up. We got them a second or third down and then they called a penalty on, as we were running the quarterback backwards. So they had to restart it over. And um, Duda stepped up twice, had two one-on-one plays. Um, we finished with a sack to finish that thing off. So, you know, not perfect uh, at all, but definitely great response to that first play that was uh, not our proudest moment. You talked about legal hits. I guess there were some of those penalties in the first half. So it seemed a little questionable maybe. I'm not trying to get you to talk about them. Are all penalties the, the same to you in that in that circumstance? Or are there some where you might tell a guy, I don't think what you did is that wrong? No, I mean, there's, there's you know, Bernardo Green had a PI with his hands were a little bit high and bang, bang play. That's different than hitting a guy out of bounds. You know, those are, there's focus penalties and then there's fundamental. You know, and you can coach the fundamentals. It's the ones that, you know, the, the late ball fouls, uh, the things that are more, you know, where, where you you don't play with great poise. You know, those are the ones that we address uh, a little bit more aggressively. And, uh, you know, definitely, you know, yards are important and, and we don't want to give free ones. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all.